Welcome to On Point. I'm your host, Richard Sanvenero, and with us today is Doug Corvat. He is the candidate for Clerk of the Court and Comptroller for Hernando County. Welcome, Doug. Thank you for having me. Well, in this race uh, this time, tell everybody we need to know who Doug Corvat is. I was born and raised right here in Hernando County back in 1976. I have roots covering the vast majority of this county. I went in fourth grade, my parents were divorced, um, and we moved to Brooksville. So we moved from the Centralia area to Brooksville when I was in fourth grade, and I stayed with my mother. I graduated from Hernando High School in 1995, went on to the University of South Florida to originally go for accounting, and decided quickly that that was not my cup of tea and went into management information systems instead and graduated with my bachelor's degree in 1999 from the University of South Florida. Family? Yes, I am married to my wonderful wife, Melinda. I've known her my whole life, actually, but did not start speaking to her until I was about 29 years of age. <laughs> um, we, we got together. She was very beautiful back then. She's even more beautiful now, and we have two wonderful children, Melinda, uh, McKenna and Connor that we love very much and are very proud of. And I'm sure they're going to school system? Yes, uh, McKenna was in the Brooksville Elementary School and Connor went to Eden Baptist for pre-K. We had an opportunity now where my wife is gonna start working again at Methodist School Center, so she's gonna work there and my children are actually gonna go to that school as well. Great, before we start talking about the job, uh, let's talk about what you do or have been doing in the community with you and or with your family or your place of worship, wherever, the involvement in the community. Okay. We, uh, when I met my wife, uh, her mother was very active in the Relay for Life in Brooksville. She chaired it for a numerous amount of years. Um, and cancer is something that has struck probably the majority of our families and it really strikes home to me because my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer a week before I was married. My father had stage four throat cancer back in 2004 and was able to beat that. So in doing, joining this family, it meant where it's time to start joining and helping out and all the other functions as well, because you marry into the family. So I chaired a numerous amount of positions for the Brooksville Relay for Life for approximately five uh, years from 2006 to probably about 2011. Once we had our children, we realized that was uh, what we needed to focus on more was parenting growing up with good good foundation for parents. We, um, from there, I was a deacon at our church for the past six years where we go and help members of the church and mem members of the community that need odds and ends or even a little bit of financial help for money in the church. I'm also, uh, I was a member of Leadership Hernando class of 2008. I heard it's the best class. Absolutely the best class. Okay. And um, I am now a member of the Brooksville Ridge Kiwanis Club. So Doug, can you elaborate a little bit more on the roots that you have tied into the community here in Hernando County? Sure. My uh, mother's side of the family, her, her parents, my grandparents, were born and raised right here in Hernando County as well. My grandmother's family owned a lot of the property of what's around Hunters Lake, which is now PHSC. It was an old fish camp. So back in the spring training days, Babe Ruth actually used to come up here. Really? And camp out and during the spring training games, yes. What happened to the water in Hunter's Lake? That was a question I think everybody has. Yeah, I don't know. It just sucked <laughs> up and gone, right? 
Um, my grandfather on my mom's side was born and raised up in the stagecoach area, so the northern side of the county. And they met actually at Wikiwachi Springs, where my grandmother was working and my grandfather was working. And he said, that's the woman I'm going to marry. They were 30 years of old age. Were they mermaids? No, my mother was a mermaid though. She was a mermaid for five years back in the late 60s into the early 70s until wow. she started to have children. That's something. That's now my, on my father's side of the family, um, they moved down from Massachusetts. My father was born in Amherst, Massachusetts. Uh, my, my grandmother on the dad's side, she was from Amherst, but my grandfather had actually born, born in Pennsylvania, moved down here to Mazark Town, which of course if you see Corvat, yes, they are related to me and we originate from the Mazark Town area. He, uh, he moved back up north to start a taxi company and had a very successful taxi company up there. And then they moved down here to be closer to family that was already existing here. And he went on to be a deputy for the sheriff's office in the late 70s into the early 80s. He served a lot of the civil papers. My grandfather on my mother's side was a deputy for 20 something years here in Hernando County when it was uh, one of three deputies in the county. Wow, that's going back a long way. Yes, sir. Uh, that's, that's very enlightening. Uh, going now to the office that you want to run for, yes. clerk of the court, uh, and controller for the Hernando County. You work for the controller's office right now, Yes, correct? I, uh, I started back in 2000 under Karen Nikolai. She hired me in at, at the lowest position in the IT department 18 years ago. Um, from there, we originally, I've, I imagined it would be two years of service because uh, I had no experience in my field of study and they had stated there wasn't much room for growth in the county as well. So I figured two years is probably what we would have between us. Uh, originally, they weren't even going to hire me with the four-year degree to make 825 an hour. They just figured I would just leave. And Karen saw something in me that thankfully well, has eight, passed out. Eight, Eighteen years ago, there was not much uh, IT back then. Windows 95 was <laughs> running wild. We actually had Windows 3.1 in there as well, which I had never touched from college on. So I had no idea how to work on that. Tell us about your daily routine that starts from 18 years ago to currently what you're doing as so, the clerk of the court. So 18 years ago, I was doing basic help desk uh, utilities. So if your computer was not working or your keyboard or your mouse or anything, your initial person that you went to was me. Two years after that, a gentleman left the organization and they asked me if I would like to try to do what he did. And he was into networking servers. So I said, sure, I'll try that. And did so successfully for two more years. And then in 2004, our manager of the IT department uh, announced that she was going to leave and put in her two weeks resignation. Um, at the time, Karen Nikolai and our senior um, employee of the office, Amanda Mixon, they were out in California getting what is now our drug court program studied or started. Um, so we called out there to let them know that our boss had just put in her two weeks notice and I asked the senior employee at that time if she was going to put in for that position because she had the most experience in our department and she said no that she had no no desire to go that far and that with my background and temperament she thought that I should put in for it so I did and in 2004 I took over the IT department as the MIS manager and in 2006 because of my 
degree, it did qualify me to become a director and become into the senior management. What does MIS stand for? See, MIS was the old, I'm sorry, the um, management information systems. Okay. It's kind of what IT is now, information technology is nowadays. They've kind of morphed over the years. Um, so in 2006, I became the IT director. And in 2009, we, the county was facing a lot of the budget crisis then because of the drop in the economy. And they started to offer up a, a buyout programs for the senior managers. Mm -hmm. So the IT director for the county side at that point in time put in his notice and took the buyout. Um, we were approached, or Karen was approached by the interim county administrator, Larry Jennings at the time, for me to do both jobs, both the clerk IT director and the county IT director. I uh, politely declined at the time because my wife was about a month ready to have our first child and I did not want the extra stress. Uh, when I came back from my two weeks off from when my child was born, um, I had been thinking about it a lot and Karen actually scheduled a meeting with me. It was coincidence, I guess that uh, she thought we should do it, and I had been thinking the same time, I should be doing this as well. See, Hernando County, um, we run on one network, and it's managed by the county. So each constitutional office relies on the county technology services in some form or fashion. Even the health department, they, they do the phones for the health department and the city of Brooksville. So we wanted to make sure that the service that we we're used to stayed in place. So I did take that contract on with, well, the Karen Nicolai actually took the contract on and my services were doing both jobs for four years. And then when uh, Don Barbie came on board, the uh, technology in the clerk's office had become so advanced, it become a lot more technology driven than what we were four years prior to that, that he needed me back full time. So I came back on and started the IT, or stayed in the IT department and then actually took over the records management department as well for all the record retention and things of that nature to streamline that because we had a void there as well. So the the clerk of the courts, uh, many divisions, I would say, correct? And, and, that, and you are knowledgeable in all the divisions of how it all works and how it keeps going. How many divisions are there in that clerk of the courts? Uh, what do you handle? So I'm now the director of strategy and communications. Don had realized uh, a few years ago that he, I had done some certifications for technology. I am one of two certified government chief information officers through the Florida Institute of, Tech, of Government. And th that basically teaches us to be more fiscally responsible and make sure that uh, the needs are being met for the public and that we're doing so in a consistent, up-to-date manner. Um, my strength in technology has been kind of a bridge builder. I don't talk the talk of IT as much. I'm more of an end user as far as communication. So I know what's going on in the IT industry, but I speak like a layman's terms. So I am a good bridge builder in that I appreciate regards. that because I am definitely not a uh, IT guy. So any help is greatly yeah. appreciated. So Don recognized that as a strength. So he separated out. I had hired up... Um, several good employees I do believe in you surround yourself with giants it makes you that much bigger you know it's, there's oh, some people that have a lot more skill sets in our area than I do so he separated us out into separate divisions of IT so that we could better serve our constituents and our customers our employees better um, 
So would you say your tactic as a, uh, a leader in your department or um, if, you, if you win the, uh, the primary for the uh, clerk of the court is your philosophy is that you surround yourself with the best people as a team and let them do their job, but you can oversee what's being done. Is that kind of correct? Absolutely correct. That's a culture that we have started years ago and Don has hammered home. If you, uh, if you go out in the public today and ask about the clerk's office, 90% at least of the time you will get a positive reaction. And most of the time people come into our office, unfortunately, it's not always for good things. So we try to, as Don says, we try to see it through our customers' eyes. With that being said, what type of things you people would come to your office for? Uh, so I break our office up into three divisions. Um, we have a records management division, which is under administrative services. Uh, so under administrative services, records management consists of you record your mortgage or your deed or your satisfaction or you need a marriage license or a passport. That's the area you'll go to visit that. We also provide the value adjustment board minutes. We, we take that, those minutes uh, in our office between the county commissioners, the property appraiser, it's, it's a thing that happens a few times a year. Um, once, once, there's a period of time that this per, that happens. Like a per quarter? Yes, so like when the property appraiser comes out and says, this is what your, their, your value is of your house, you can contest that. So we take those minutes and make sure that those hearings and everything take place. We also have the Board of County Commissioners, we take the minutes for that. So that, and then we have records management, which is the custodian for the records of all the entire county. The records, uh, records storage facility located at the bottom of the hill, that's managed by the clerk's office. So you're in charge of all, all that. Well, that's, that's... that's The clerk would be responsible, is responsible for that. The other division, that one of the other ones we have is financial services. So we're the chief financial officer to the county. So in that regards, we make sure that they are following proper policies and procedures on spending our money, our taxpaying money, and make sure that we're keeping those up to date with the government accounting standards. So probably a question that our viewers would probably say right now, when our current financial woes came about, who discovered it first? Was it your department? in the clerk of the court or was the was it the commissioners so i mean who has the the checkbook so to speak of the county we pay the bills of the county but as far as managing the budget that's the office of management okay. and budget so we we do provide reports to the county commissioners uh, for their board meetings that shows what they spent last year versus what they spent this year along with what they've taken in in revenue versus what they so spend now you're the check this way i understand you're the check writer but do not have the register with you. Register. Yeah. Well, if the county says, right, we need a check, check is going to come through the your office. It is. We don't it, know where it came from for the budget for that, though. Correct. That's my question. Yes. Okay, so you have nothing to do with the budget. Correct. Item. Okay. So a lot of people would need to know that, I'm sure. Yes. So then we have our court division, which consists of about 65, give or take, percent of our office. Um, that, that involves the court records, so we're the custodian for the court records and the evidence and things of that nature that are involved with the case. We have to meet time standards to make sure that the documents that are associated with the case are put on in a timely manner to keep the judicial clog going. 
Uh, we also manage the jury services in that area, which hopefully that's the only thing that people get called for for us. If you, if you get called for us in the court division, it's usually not a good thing. Uh, jury services is uh, probably our most outward-facing area of the court system besides traffic tickets. <laughs> it seems that you get a, you get a service a notice every year uh, to come and do your service as a citizen of this great Hernando County to come and serve on a jury. You'd be surprised at how many people actually complain that they have never been called for jury services. Oh, I have two. Take, I have two. I have to come this week. Okay. Uh, so if anyone wants to come to my place, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, have you overseen or know how every department's supposed to work? So, like I earlier, we stated that the uh, technology has become pretty much the backbone of how our office runs. So, these hands and this mind has actually touched. 90% of at least 90% of the office because everything we do is technology driven um, in IT area which is another area of the clerk's office kind of falls under the administrative side of it we support the financial database system for five of the six constitutional officers and they do we've been doing that since 1994 that's just the trust that this community has that we'll get the job done for that well you said very important before that uh Don Bobby has made that office uh, for the county a very, uh, very easy for the public to go and try to do their business, whether it's for good things or sometimes have to be before on, on a not such a good occasion. Uh, so human skills uh, usually is not an IT guy's forte. Unfortunately, yes, you are correct. So that may, you know, that that might scare a lot of people. But after seeing this interview, I'm sure they will, they'll know the person that Doug Kovat is. Uh, with that is, so tell the people why Doug Kovat is qualified, or how you are qualified, in your opinion, to run for this seat for the office of Clerk of the Court and Comptroller for Hernando County. Don afforded me the ability to go to become a certified public manager, so I was one of the first three in our county to do that. Two other employees with the clerk's office went through that same program. It's through the Florida Institute of Government at FSU. Um, I had, after attending this course and completing this coursework, I had aspirations to do this, but I had hoped that it would be six more years from now. We had hoped that Don would be here for three more, at least he would serve us for three terms we've learned a lot underneath of him. He's a great leader that has taught all of us a lot about the office that we didn't already know. He's going to do a great job as, as yes. the circuit judge. This uh, opportunity arose for him and he is going to do follow his heart and his passion which is the law. So he will make a fine circuit judge for sure. Um, so I went home and talked to my wife and we prayed about it. Um, she actually is more introverted than I am and she jumped at the, as soon as I mentioned that he was leaving, she, the first thing out of her mouth was, so are you going to run? Which surprised me all, all out because I did not expect that coming from her. Um, so we prayed all weekend and I came into the office and told Don that I wanted to run for this position and, and he was actually surprised as well because I, we are a bit secluded and it's in the public. Um, my temperament, 
my skills and experience with the office and with all of the county offices for that matter, um, I hope will lead the public to believe that I am the best choice for this office. If you had to change one thing for the better, for sure, uh, what would that be? Do you see a need to, uh, there's always room for improvement, put it that way. Where do you see a possibility of improving the office and what it does, or is there anything that you have in your mind if tomorrow you became clerk of the court, what you, what you, is your agenda building on what Don Bobby and predecessors prior have built? So I'm a big proponent for open government. Um, that's something that I believe Karen started in, in the technology and the laws actually allowed Don to finish and hammer home. So we have our official record system online, which we did so under Karen Nicola. That's where you can, at your house, see any of the official record documents that are public. Um, about three or four years ago, we did the same thing with the case management system. The law said that we could make the case files available online as long as they were imaged, which we have been doing since 2006. Very progressive county for being a mid-sized county. So the financial services area is one area that we have always wanted to make more open. And that would, be, um, that would be one of my first orders of business is to make it to where you, Richie, wants to see how much we've paid vendor A, and you could go online and do so without having to intervene with the county government and wait for a phone call back or an email or what, whatnot. That's transparency at its best. Yes. And that's what government's supposed to be, transparency to the answer to the public. So transparency to the public is a good thing. So I'm glad you said that. I'm sure a lot of people like that answer. Um, the primary is going to be August 28th. Yes. And again, uh, in closing, uh, we're going to give you one minute. Tell everybody again who you are, what you want to do, and why should the public vote for Doug Corvat? So on August 28th, I would very much appreciate your support for this position. Um, this is an office that I love very much. Uh, we do a lot of great things for this community. 43% of the clerks statewide out of 67 counties, the clerk comes from within the organization. And our county, our, dis, our circuit alone, which consists of Hernando, Citrus, Sumter, Lake, and Marion counties, four of the clerks, ours included, took positions in the office so they could learn more about what this office does. With 18 years of experience, I am the only candidate that has that kind of experience and understanding. And my temperament and relationship skills with the organizations that we deal with on a daily basis are second to none. August 28th, please show your support for Doug Corvat, Clerk of Circuit Court and Comptroller. I have one last question I was just okay. thinking about. 18 years, currently employed with the clerk of the court. You're not going to retire at 20, are you? No, sir. Okay. No, I, uh, I, uh, I have two young children that it will require college, hopefully, or oh. some sort of vocational school of some sorts. And uh, so You'll be working for a while. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I plan on serving our community for years to come. Well, we wish you the best. Again, primary on August 28th. Yes. Doug Corvat for the clerk of the circuit court controller for Hernando County and you've been watching On Point and again I'm your host Richard Sanvenero. Thank you for joining us today.